All right, so uh, you are hanging out. It's like a week from now. Okay. Life is pretty much the same. Uh, you got your job. You do stand-up, different types of comedy, you know. Things are exactly the same. Almost like disturbingly so. It's too similar. Yeah, you kind of have that weird feeling. You wonder where it came from. Suddenly, there's a uh, a knock on your door. What do you do? I, you know, I go to the. I I got a chain on the chain on the door. I keep the chain, kind of give it a peek open. Yeah. And uh, it's like kind of like a foggy kind of day. You can't really see what's out there. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I can't see what's right see even at the door. No. I I mean, I, I guess I'd probably, you know, close it, open the chain, and then open it all the way. Yeah. So you do. <clears throat> and um, on, the, uh, on your door, there's like a, a note uh, with a knife in it. It's like knifed into your door. Jesus. Yeah. And it says, go to your kitchen. Oh, you do it? No. No, not not if 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 it was not a knife, maybe. But I, once it's a knife, yeah. There's a there's an arrow indicating you to turn it over. You do, and it just says, "Please." I I just come on, Hunter. I'd I'd maybe turn and yell into the kitchen and say, "Is anybody in there?" And uh, you hear you hear really faintly like uh, this voice be like. Uh, yeah, I'm in here, hun. Oh, so it's a it's a nice southern woman. It's a terrible Maryland accent. It's actually uh-huh. it is not just only the worst accent you've ever heard. It's the worst sound you've ever heard. Like like you remember the day that you learned about um, 9/11, right? And you remember the horrible f- feeling you felt on that fateful day. Right. And it's the same fucking feeling the that sa- you get when you hear this guy's terrible Maryland accent. He just his, t- hearing an accent makes me is the same as 9/11. His accent makes you think of 9/11. Wow. And for a moment you can actually like hear the explosions. Oh my god. But he's like, uh, <clears throat> "Come on, Hunter. I got to talk to you real quick, hun." I I'd, I'd say, "Who is it?" He goes, oh, me? My name's Shithead Steve. He goes, I got a bunch of Natty Bow we can drink and some crab cake. He goes, come on, hun. I mean, at that, this point, yeah. I'd, I'd go in there. He sounds like he's he's here to party. So, uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't sound malicious. I'm going to ask about the knife, though. Uh, you walk in, and uh, standing there is a man in your kitchen. Um, he's wearing like some kind of like a 1920s detective outfit. Oh. It's covering question marks. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Is that what they wore in the 20s? I mean, who knows? That's right. Yeah. And uh, he kind of like looks at you. He's also wearing like a, an amulet that has a, a raven's face on it. Oh, my God. He's like, uh, hey, Hunter. Anyway, he goes, um, and again, his accent, it sounds like uh, something ugly being beaten to death wow it's a bad accent and it's almost like he can't even really do the accent it's weird this is it like he's faking it 
No, he's definitely not faking it. Oh, but like you would think to yourself, like it's so bad it, it doesn't sound real. But I know it's Maryland. Yeah. Right. And he and he goes on he, he, to explain. He's like uh, he goes he goes um Hunter, I can answer any question you ask me. I'll tell you. Give me one day, and I can do it. He goes. You got any questions for me, hun? Smells like Old Bay. Does he like questions like to see into the future or like just questions about, you know, life today? He goes, like just facts. Anything from here on back, hon? Uh, I would ask since his terrible voice is reminding me of 9-11. I'd, I'd say, hey, was was 9-11 an inside job? Uh, <clears throat> he uh, is holding in his hand a crab cake sandwich. Crab cake in the middle, then like two crab cakes on the outside. Sure. He's about to bite into it, and then uh, he actually drops it. He's like, oh, no. And he goes, all right, hon, I'll figure that out for you. Uh, he goes, all right, meet me at the uh, RBM Food Mart tomorrow at 4.30 in the back. I mean, you know, I want to know if it's an inside job. So, I mean, I, I guess I'd say, you know, I'll see you there. So... You kind of like uh, the rest of your day, you're kind of like, that was weird. Um, <clears throat> kind of just go about your day, hang out. You stay in that night. You go to sleep and you have a, a kind of a peculiar dream. You can't really describe it beyond. It's almost like you saw a pale rider coming towards you. Wow. It's a, uh, a man the palest man you've ever seen in your life. Right. His suit looks pale somehow. You don't really know how that works. The horse that he's on is blood red. And for a second, you think that it actually is a horse made of blood. A horse made of blood with a pale guy on it. Is it, how do, do I, he gets closer and I just figure it's not blood. Yeah. He starts uh, galloping towards you. And at one point he, he looks at you and he grins and you see murder in his teeth. Jesus. You wake up. You know, nothing happens. Um, Clearly a dream. Yeah, it was kind of a strange dream. Um, and you kind of like putter around. You know, you have the day off from work. You're just kind of hanging, doing normal stuff. And then you realize like, oh shit, I have to go meet shithead Steve behind the RBM Food Mart to get the answer. Right. If 9-11 was an inside job. Exactly. Do you go? Yeah, I mean, I I think I would definitely tell somebody I was going. Just Who would in you case. tell? Um, I would probably I would probably tell my mom. You know, <laughs> what do you say to her? I mean, I'd say, hey, you know, mom, I'm I'm going to meet. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna tell her I have a friend who feels like uh, he's he's gonna tell me something something big, and uh, I will tell her she likes to talk to me. So yeah. if I tell her, I'll follow up with her. But I'm going to the RBM Food Mart. I think, yeah. Sure. I, mean, I wouldn't come out. <clears throat> kind of place she... that in, in her head that you're heading there. Right. Yeah. And she goes, oh, the RBM Food Mart on Manor Road? Yeah. That's yeah. A... She goes, oh, it's five o'clock. Okay. Well, talk to you soon. I love you. Hangs up. That was kind of strange. Uh, so you go uh, to the RBM Food Mart. You go around back. And behind the RBM Food Mart, uh, lying there is the uh, dead body of Shithead Steve. Oh, my God. He is uh, covered in cuts 
on his face. You can tell that this guy took his time. Oh, my God. One of the eyes is hanging out of the sockets. There's just fucking blood everywhere. Jesus. That weird detective suit is just ripped to shit. His raven amulet is uh, glowing, and the raven looks pissed. Oh, so the raven's changing, changing faces. Yeah. Oh. Do you touch the amulet? I mean, I, I'd, I'd first check to see if he's alive, and then if he's not, then yeah. I mean, Body's eyes cold. I mean, I'd check the amulet to see, you know, yeah, I'd give it a touch. So you touch it, and you hear a recording of Shithead Steve as he's being murdered. He's like, oh, no. Oh, this hurts so bad. Oh, I didn't even get to drink any Natty Boo before I did this, hon. Oh, no. Co-O's. Cal Ripken. Also, Hunter, uh, no, it wasn't. So the amulet um, goes back to normal. That's it. That's that's all. Yeah, 9-11. It turns out it was not an inside job. Just oh. everything that they told you it was. It's fucking it, crazy. It's all the... Wow. I guess I'd be relieved, maybe a little disappointed. Yeah, you de- Yeah, you definitely are a little like, well, that was, you, know, you sent a man to his death, and the answer was no. I mean, am I, you know, I didn't know Shithead Steve that well, but like, you know, he's dead. Do I, am I just moving on? Do I keep... What would you I'd do? Probably, I'd probably take the amulet, you know? I mean, oh, you I, take it off him? I'd take it off of him because, you know, maybe I could listen to, for clues, maybe, you know, talk to the police, you know, give it to them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. It's crazy. I. I mean, I got to figure who mur- somebody murdered him. Sure. And you know, was it because he figured out that nine eleven was not an inside job. Who knows? So you, you take the amulet off. You put it on. Uh, you know your neck. You hear a wolf in the distance. And you kind of just try to go about your day. Like you're just like, this is fucking weird, and like you don't know what to do because. You don't know how much of this is real. You know right. what I mean? Are you going crazy? I mean, what do you even do? Right. Um, so you kind of just like put around the house and stuff. Next day, uh, you wake up. There's a knock on the door. What do you do? I mean, I mean, at this point, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty nervous about. I mean, I go, I do the same thing, chain chain on, and open the door. Standing there is a shithead Steve. He's like fully revived. Holy shit. He's like, hey, dear, Hunter, I'm reborn. And he goes, can I come in, hon? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I got to see maybe if he's okay. Yeah. I mean. And he is, dude. He, like, he comes in and he shows off his body. He's like, yep, I'm back to normal. And he goes, no cuts, no nothing. And he goes, it does. It turns out that when you're reborn, it hurts worse than, than death. Jesus. And he goes, anyway, Hunter, he goes, I feel like you owe me a favor. Man, I owe him a, owe him a favor? I mean, after he just confirmed that it was not an inside job? He goes, you sent me to my death, Hunter. All right. I then mean, my painful rebirth, hun. I guess I'd be like, what do you, you know, so figure the level of the, the request. Yeah. He hands you uh, a manila envelope, and he goes, hey, dear boy. Just take this down to 627 Brush Street. Deliver this package for me, hun. And that's it? That's it. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, 
you know, while I'm still trying to wrap my head around the the guy being reborn, I'd be like, yeah, I'll drop this off. Yeah. So uh, you go ahead and drop it off, just like some building, like an office building. You don't really know what it is. You've never been there before. Like, all right, whatever. Go about your day. Um, you uh, do uh, you do a, a comedy gig in someone's house. It's you and Danny Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. You have a great set. Danny, he- Danny just eats shit. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you're like, all right, well, time to go home or whatever. And uh, you go home, you go to sleep. The next day you wake up and on the news, um, that building that you delivered that envelope to had exploded. Oh, my God. What do you do? I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess I'd, I mean, did shit hit Steve? Did I take the package and he just left? Yeah, he was, just left. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be scared. I'd, I'd start watching the news trying to figure out if they had any clues. They're like, we have absolutely no clues as to why this happened. It turned out that like there was like security cameras and stuff, but they had uh, some kind of like pulse went off. So for about 20 minutes, they just had no footage. Was there anyone in the building when it exploded? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, there were 300 people. 300? That's a big, that's a full building. Yeah. It was a uh, Knights of Columbus meeting. They're all these like uh, Catholic guys. It was going to be, it was the world's largest uh, Knights of Columbus meeting. Oh my God. They called it the round table. <laughs> that. That's, I mean, I, I have to think that maybe that, you know, should Ed Steve put a hit on the Knights of Columbus? Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think. So now I'm like, what have they done? What what could, you know, I'm Googling Knights of Columbus. Sure. It's like a Catholic men's group. Right. And I'm just getting links to the website. No, no news stories, not that there are any you know, controversies going on that maybe why should Ed Steve would want them all gone? Not really. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. At one point, like they're interviewing the chief of police, Jack Pounds, and uh, he says, uh, like into the camera, he just goes, like, he doesn't even care. He just goes, "We don't know what the fuck happened here," wow. and they don't censor fuck. <laughs> it's that's yeah, that's bad. I mean, I, I I guess I would. He turns into the camera and he goes, "If any of you motherfuckers know anything about this, they just don't censor this guy." If any of you motherfuckers knows anything about this, please let us know. I'm begging you. He bursts into tears. Oh, my God. You're watching probably the toughest man you've ever seen in your life cry, and you have this weird moment of, like, shame Yeah. for him. You're like, oh, wow, look at this fucking blubbering idiot. Yeah. And then you remember, oh, right, I delivered that I killed thing. all those people. Yeah, 300 members it. of the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. You'd think he wouldn't cry, though, but yeah. He, he says at one point, he goes... I haven't cried since 1989. And he is sobbing, dude. Like, it is like... And they don't turn the camera off. They just keep it on. They play it for 19 minutes. 19 minutes of sobbing and cursing. Yeah. He says fuck so many times. I mean, I would... I, would, I think at that point, I would maybe... I'd put in an anonymous tip that somebody named Shithead Steve dropped off a package i don't how would you do that do you think i don't know i mean i guess i would i'd just i'd uh i'd use a friend's phone maybe and then who 
um danny goodwin from the because he was i was with the show at the show with him so where he just fucking ate it dude i mean he so he's gonna feel bad and i'll tell him i'll teach you to write jokes yeah so this come is like over. this is like his 15th straight just set where he just ate <laughs> shit yeah you uh, see him like leave to go to the bathroom and as he's walking to the bathroom he's hitting himself in the side of the head and he's going stupid 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 oh he goes i want to kill myself man and like two minutes later he walks back out he seems fine he seems he just needed to work it out a little bit i mean i hope so i mean i i would definitely get his phone and then maybe call in an anonymous tip maybe say i'm danny so okay know? so yeah so you call and they're like hey hello anonymous tip line this is zelda yep like the game speaking uh what's your favorite what was your favorite nes game uh I'd say, hey, Zelda, it was Super Mario Brothers. I like the classics. Um, She's like, yeah, oh, you don't have to tell me twice. Anyway, what's, uh, what is going on? I'd say, Zelda, I just I saw the bombing, and I just wanted to put in a tip that I heard about a guy named Shithead Steve, and he was delivering a package there, and just the timing, timing is weird. So she doesn't say anything for a second. Then she goes, oh, my God, you're Hunter Duncan, the comedian. She goes, dude, I've seen you so many times. What's going on? Who is shithead Steve? And what does that have to do with the explosion, Hunter Duncan? Oh, I'd, I'd say, you know, Zelda, this is supposed to be an anonymous tip line, but, you know. I'm, you she goes, think- well, I, you're a public figure now. Yeah. Yeah. I... I- I'd thank her for being a fan. Um, and then, you know, I, w- I would say, listen. She's like, thank you. Right. For what uh, you bring to the world. She's on the I, verge of tears. I, I really think Zelda and I, you know, should have like a, I mean, I'd maybe kind of focus on that. I don't get that many, you know, sure. not that much attention. So I'd probably, before I got to the whole bomb thing, I'd say, you know what? Hold on. Zelda, thank you. What, what was your favorite joke that I've done? And... She's like, oh, favorite joke. She's like, I got too many. Like Zelda, you're great. She uh reads, but then she reads back a, a joke, and you realize it's it's a Danny Goodwin joke. Oh my god! Yeah, I, you know what? If if she, and she liked it. Yeah, she's like that was so funny. Oh my god! I, I'd, I'd say thank you and just take credit for it. Hell you yeah. know, yeah. And and then you so, know. So do you ever like go into detail about? what happened i mean i think i would just keep it i'm keeping it anonymous and i mean she's figured out who i am but i think i'd just say you know this guy should had steve i think he brought a package i kind of dropped him off you know because i'm she trying was, not was, to say she goes, you dropped off the package that, that blew up the building i said no um i mean i i was there yeah you're right i'm getting into a pickle trying to talk about this and not i mean i'd say i'd still blame it on shithead steve because i'm a liar and i just say this guy shithead steve you know i just i heard him i don't know him but he was on my street and she goes okay uh look i i gotta send some detectives over they're gonna come talk to you um okay it's you know hey great great to, to finally meet you i'd tell her she said it's another danny goodwin joke you know, I, I, again, since I assume I don't have her on speakerphone, so Danny can't hear, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd take credit for it for yeah. sure. Ask her to, 
you know, like, follow me on Facebook and uh, Twitter. And then, and then I just say, you know, we don't need to, I, I don't know anything. Why don't you not send the detectives? She already hung up. Oh, she's, they're already on their way. Yeah. Okay. So you go home and uh, waiting for you on uh, the front lawn is uh, this guy. He's without a doubt the most bald man you have ever seen in your fucking life. This guy's bald head, it's almost like ice. Wow. But you would, it would weird you out less to see hair on actual ice than on this man's head. It's that, it's that smooth. It's very smooth. Wow. Does he have eyebrows or is it just the, just the, uh, above the ears? That's where he's hairless. He's got no eyebrows. Oh my God. You kind of look, like, as you look for his eyebrows, you notice his, his, his actual eyeballs. They are a shade of blue that you didn't, even realize still existed. Wow. A blue of a, of a, of a forgotten time. A blue of a, a time when strength meant everything. A blue in the time of angels. Then you notice his teeth. He has the sharpest teeth you've ever seen in your life. They just remind you of a shark's teeth. Oh, so they're, they're like not even, they're like pointed. Yeah. That's terrifying. But the suit that this guy is wearing, it's the sharpest suit you've ever seen. It's the sharpest object you've ever seen in your life. Sharpest looking or just a lot of tough angles? It, it is just sharp. It is crisp as fuck. Crispy threads. Yeah. And he goes, uh, hello, Hunter. I'm Ice Bones Jones, head of communications with the Lanalax Corporation. Oh, my God. He goes, where are you coming from? Oh, I'd just say I was just hanging out with my friend Danny. He doesn't even blink. He goes, all right, well, we'll just get this over with. And he stabs you in the heart. <laughs> what the? He just stabs me? Did I not see him with a knife in his hand? He moved so fast, it's almost like he traveled through time. Oh, my God. This knife goes into your heart and out like the back of you. He pushed it all the way through. Yeah. It's almost like the knife grew the second that it tasted blood. Oh my, it's a living knife. That's... And he uh, kind of like leans in to your uh, ear. Your ear starts to get a little colder than it was before. And he goes, look, I'm just trying to save time. This is just how this was going to end. That's, I mean, I can't believe, I mean, he doesn't say why. No. I mean, he he just says who he's with. He puts you back on the ground and chops your head off and kicks it. It lands in the middle of a uh, <clears throat> first grade soccer game. Uh, they play with uh, your head for about five minutes before someone notices. Oh, they just thought it was an extra ball. Yeah. And they're just, God damn it, with my head? Yeah. And my body's just, just still laying back there. Yep. Nobody's kicking blood, it. Blood, blood spurts out of it for about an hour. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot of blood. Yeah. A uh, Girl Scout troop finds your body. <laughs> she, they just find it there out selling Girl, Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, they all, they all quit the Girl Scouts and become atheists. 
because of my the horror that yeah. they saw with a headless what do they do with my head after they're done kicking it oh, they're, they're screaming and they just bury it oh they they bury not... your head and your body in two different places as a result your soul never knows peace it's so i'm just and i'm constantly looking for somebody to reattach my body so that i can but no one can see you hear you or are aware that you even exist god damn it (laughs) you're fucking dead (laughs) and now you're a weird spectral figure (laughs) murdered by ice bones jones god damn because he wanted to save time (laughs) he's gonna kill you anyway he's just gonna and he just did it well i mean i can't i don't understand why he needed to kill me but you know, I guess I'll have forever to think about it in the ground. And you do. And you do.